Altamont Community High School on a rainy, snowy, dreary Tuesday here in the state of Illinois. And it's time for another night of high school basketball. And this one is a non-conference game between the Altamont Indians and the Central A&M Raiders. Welcome in into our broadcast position here in the Crow's Nest in Altamont Community High School. Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Daters. And we're here calling all the action tonight here on The Voice of Altamont Indian Athletics. 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, streaming online at vmradio.com and on the FM radio app as well. Altamont comes into this one at a 9-4 and four on the season. And uh, the Raiders of Central A&M come in tonight at a 6-10 and 10 overall is uh, their record. As Altamont is uh, coming on, uh, the last win was on a Saturday against Woodlawn. And in that one, that was... A win streak, guys. That put them to a three in a row, and that's a win streak according to Major League and according to Travis Sparks as well. And uh, Altamont uh, was started that win streak by taking home third place in the Cesar Holiday Tournament against Redbud, and then uh, that emotional win on Friday against the Dietrich, pulling it out there, and then coming right back less than 24 hours and winning against the Woodlawn uh, there. And uh, so... You know, Altamont, you know, might be putting some wins together here and playing some pretty good balls. The 60 to 39 final against Woodlawn on Saturday, and Kate Davis, KD had 16 points to lead the way and got the championship belt afterwards. And uh, Kata Miller got 14 points, and uh, some counted uh, over 20 rebounds. Uh, we had him for down for 17. Coach Neberty had him down for 19. And either way, it's a heck of a lot of rebounds for Kata Miller. On a that the JV score there is not too often. We've seen the last couple of years Altamont take a loss in the junior varsity contest, and uh, Central A&M was pretty impressive there in the contest before this one. So, you know, maybe their record's only 6-10 and 10 right now, but 
they got some stuff working in the pipeline right, sure, and yeah. they're coming back up to kind of regenerate uh, that where the last three years in uh, Coach Smith's uh, tenure at Central A&M were uh, great ones and remember those battles uh, there that Altamont has uh, faced them off against including in some uh, postseason play as well during that uh, those good years as well but yeah, it has been kind of rough the last couple of seasons. Uh, Coach Smith uh, resigned during the COVID year and in the pandemic with the kind of the uncertainty of whether they were even going to have a basketball season during that time. And he's still been at Central A&M. He's been on the football coaching staff and whatnot. So he's still been around the school and around the district, but uh, just kind of took a step back from basketball. But yeah, this year he is back on the bench uh, this year. Last couple of years, only five combined wins for Central A&M. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're already best at that here. And we're already in January with uh, the sixth win. Uh, there, uh, they are coming off on Altamont uh, coming in on a winning streak. Central A&M, the opposite, they're coming in on a losing streak. As uh, their last game was on Saturday, as they fell to Neoga, fellow NTC team. There, fifty-two to thirty-five was the final there on Saturday. Uh, the senior Hunter White, he led the way for the Raiders. He had fifteen points, and the six-one freshman, uh, eight spinner, he was doing some things there in the JV game as well. But uh, he scored seven in the contest against Neoga there on a Saturday. So kind of coming into this game, both teams kind of going in different directions here. And we know Central A&M plays in that uh, tough CIC conference uh, there with uh, Shelbyville and Tuscola. If my memory serves correctly, I know they haven't played Tuscola yet, uh, but uh, those are two obviously a tough, tough team there in their own conference and in their own right. Uh, but, you know, they're trying to turn things around here. Uh, right now on the season, trying to get back on the on the winning track uh, here after a three-game losing streak that they got going on here. Yeah, for sure, definitely trying to get back on the winning track. And uh, like you said, uh, you know, they've got – they only had five wins over a couple of years. They've got six already this year. So, I say they're, they're well on their way. Like you said, at JV score, you know, yeah, you're right. It's not too, too many often times we see uh, Alamont's JV, JV team lose. You know, uh, lose game. I think uh, Coach Cool said at the end of last year. Last year's team only they lost one, but uh, I mean they, they didn't only lose; they lost by by twenty five tonight in the JV game. So uh, yeah, Central A&M might be on their, uh, their way way back up, and I think uh, <coughs> Coach Rob Smith definitely knows how to uh, knows how to get it done and get there. And uh, I just uh, you know, problem I just like I said earlier, I, I feel like they can continue this winning. And uh, you know, make it make it four in a row here tonight. But uh, you know, it won't it won't be won't be an easy task. I'm sure this one is gonna gonna push them. You know, try to get them get them off their off their game a little bit. You know, and uh, Alamo's gonna look to uh, you know, Caden Miller like they always do uh, for both Millers, Caden Miller and Eli Miller. Uh, you know, Kate Kate Davis always makes some threes. Those Melville, so um, they're gonna look for the you know, those those four guys to uh, you know step up step up like they always do. So you know you never know. Maybe a might you know put some defensive pressure on and somebody might get in foul trouble. But uh, I just feel like uh, Alamont's going to continue this streak tonight and uh, you know keep moving forward as this is their first of uh, three games this week. So. I say a busy week for the uh, Indians as uh, we got a unusual Thursday game. Uh, squeezed in there. We got it against Hillsboro, and that'll be right here in Altamont. 
And then on a Friday, obviously with the winter weather coming in and the cold snap that we're about ready to go through for the next several days starting on a Friday, uh, but we are scheduled to be in Louisville there and take on North Clay. And that, of course, is a conference game, so you want to try to get in as well as possible. But you also got to look at the weather, so we'll keep you updated with that and uh, everything on the weekend as well because uh, the Lady Indians got a game on Saturday as well in the NTC CIC shootout here in Altamont against Tuscola. So uh, we'll keep you up to date uh, with that. So very busy times here for both the uh, Indians and the Lady Indians as the uh, Altamont girls are back in action after picking up a win the other night as they're back in action on Thursday against Brownstown. That was last night they picked up a win against Marshall. And a big conference game for them coming up on Thursday. All right, the flag is coming down there at center court, so that means it's time for the national anthem. So we'll step away for the anthem, and we'll be back for the starting lineup and the tip-off of this one between Altamont and Central A&M. And the national anthem is going to be brought to you by the Insurance Agency. And you're listening to Altamont and basketball here on Jack of M. shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance... Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Let's see the uh, starting lineup here for the visiting Central A&M Raiders coached by uh, Rob Smith and wearing their black jerseys and red numbers here this evening. They're going to go with number two, Hunter White, a 6'2", a senior. Number three, Carter Thomas, he's a 5'9", a senior. Number 20, Drew Damery, he's a 5'11", a senior. He's also the quarterback there, uh, usually on the gridiron, but uh, is uh, starting here in the starting lineup for the basketball team as well. Number 22, Gavin Hoogen, he's a 6'3", a senior. Number 32, Maddox Plain, and he's a 6'5", senior. Again, and that's White, Thomas, Damery, 
Hutchins and Blaine of the starting five for Central A&M. Starting five of four, Alcmont is the same as it has been the last few games. That's number five, Caden Davis. He's a 5'10", a senior. Number 14, Eli Miller. He's a six-foot senior. Number 22, Cade Milgrove. He's a 6'2", a sophomore. Number 24, Aiden McManaway. He's a 6'3", senior. Number 42, Caden Miller. He's a 6'5", senior. Again, and that's Davis, Eli Miller, Melville, McManaway, and Akeda Miller, the five before Alpine, of course, coached by John Ebergy, assisted by Coach Trey Cool and Coach Brian Suko as well in their traditional white uniforms with black numbers as well as the Alpine pet band plays them here with the lights down, and it's also alumni night for the Alpine band I do see some non-high school age students there playing the instruments, some alumni um, back on the stage playing, so always cool when you can do something uh, like that, and that's what we got going on uh, here tonight. And uh, this one, we'll keep you apprised with the other uh, scores from around the area. Tonight we do have a couple of NTC matchups. We have St. Anthony and Dioga, and we got Woods Two Straws out of South Central also. Other NTC teams in action: Cowden is hosting Martinsville, and uh, North Clay is at Lawrenceville tonight. So we'll try to keep you up to date with scores as well as action that's going on over on WCRA between Arcola and Cumberland. But there at center court is Hudgens going to be tipping up against Kata Miller, and it's going to be Central and M going to be winning the tip. So they'll be going left to right to begin this game. As uh, that is Thomas with the basketball, they get over there onto the right side. And that's Damery. He's going to go inside and it's picked off. Melville is going to be credited with a steal. The other way, Eli for three. Yes. Quickly in transition, Eli Miller gets the first three for Alphamont. Three nothing. Off to a nice stop. Nice to start there. Nice steal by Millville. The transition to three for Eli Miller. And it's going to be uh, Carter Thomas uh, having some difficulty being guarded by Davis. He poked away momentarily and it's going to go off of Davis or Caden Miller. Either way. Going to stay Central and in basketball, but uh, Carter Thomas having a little difficulty. Jilly, it's KD there. Yeah, a little bit. I like what Alamont's doing defensively so far. They're just uh, they're all over all over Central and even coming out intense. Exactly. Thomas giving things over there on to the right side to Damery. Damey dribbles and he'll drop baseline and kick it back out to Hutchins. He'll fire a three pointer, no good, and rebounded by McManaway. Here's Alamont going. They're going right to left on your radio dial. Went so fast on the first possession, and I didn't say that. Eli in the corner throws it to Caden, who was driving baseline. And now back out to Eli. Out to the top of the key for McManaway, and Alcmon will work it around here. Now Davis, lob for Millville. Hey, bounce no good, but Caden's there for the follow. Up and in for Caden Miller. It's 5 nothing. Nice uh, putback here by Caden Miller for Alcmon. Trying for the lob there, but unsuccessful. But Caden with the uh, with the basket, and it's going to be picked off on the backdoor cut by McManaway. So another turnover by an A&M. Eli in the corner for three again. In and out, no good. But McManaway's there for the follow. His shot is good though. Up and in, and it's seven nothing. And Coach Rock Smith is not happy with the start for the Raiders, and he takes an early timeout. We'll take an early timeout as well. It's seven nothing, Altamont. You're listening to Outspot Basketball here on Jack Event. 
shouldn't let finance. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Fast star for Altamont as they lead 7-0 in A&M. Forced to call an early timeout there. White goes strong to the hole against McManaway. No good. And rebounded by Kata Miller. Millville up. Stops the pops in transition. Bounces back iron. And rebounded there by Hutchins. Is up there and trying to get it back to a Hutchins. And they do. They find Damery's wide open in the wing for three. No good. Long rebound. It goes out to Akita Miller. Wrestles it away from a couple of defenders. Up to Davis, and it was uh, Thomas who was there to cut things off as it'll go out of bounds off of the Raiders. Kate Miller rebounding the season so far. Already got three rebounds already so far in the first quarter. He was sure a beast on a Saturday and continuing that here tonight. For sure. With his unlimited motor. That's right. That he's got. Seems like it. It's Eli's going to take a turnaround jumper at the free throw line. No good. But this one's going to be rebounded by a plane. Thomas gets it across the timeline. Picked up by Davis. Dribbling in between the circles. Carter will look to do something with it. Dribble to his right. Pick up a screen of there. And he fumbles it a little bit. And he's in a little bit of trouble as he picked it up. High pass there. But it was pulled down there by Damery. Now they go up top to Thomas again. And now they go down low to White. No good. Rebounded by Kata Miller again. McManaway up to a Millville in transition. 4.45 to go here in the opening quarter. 7-0 Altamont. High pass for McManaway and I'll work things around now. Davis, touch pass to Kata Miller, puts it up and had it blocked from behind by Hutchins. So a good play there to block it cleanly. That was a nice play there by Hutchins blocking cleanly. Thomas. With it, he'll give it off there to Plain. And now he's in a little bit of trouble. He's trying to back down Caden, and he's going to call for a travel. He's kind of in no man's land after he picked it up. and it's going to be a turnover to Altamont. Staying in second turnover so far for the game. That, uh, that block there in the possession before by Hutchins is about the only one of the few positive things to go right for him so far. That's right. They're going to go with two at Davis as he lost it and it's stolen away by Thomas. Running the other way, they find a plane in the corner. Spin around and it's going to go up and offensive foul. Offensive foul there. That was actually on Hutchins. Lowered his head. And offensive foul there on Gavin. Yep. He's first, he's first. So A&M still with a goose egg on the scoreboard. It's 7-0 Altamont. 3.45 to go here in the opening quarter. As they'll get things over here to Melville here on the right side. They'll work it back to McManway. They'll call Melville over to take the ball back. 
Now they'll work things outside here. In and out to Davis on the left wing. Just trying to do something with it. He'll dribble to his right. Goes all the way to the hole. Runner in the lane. Up and good for KD. His first two and it's 9-0. Thomas gets it across half-court line and trying for that cut there to a plane, and it's going to be a, a foul underneath on Altamont. Eli picked off the pass, but... Oh, yeah, both Millers were down there, so it looks like you're going to call on Eli. They will. I wasn't sure who it was on, but Eli picked it off, but Caden was down there, too, in the area with, with Blaine. So. Subs coming in, of course, the giant M. Alex... Spinner, or Alex Spinner checks in as well as the Caden first all as well as there was another one. Hayden Sam comes in. They get it in underneath the basket. No good on the reverse layup. Rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli brings it up. He gets over to McManaway. He'll dribble around to his right and he's in the lane. Puts up the shot. Back iron. Too strong and rebounded by White. That uh, is Sam's with the basketball, and there's immediately going to be a foul in the front court on Altamont. They're going to call a blocking foul. Foul's on Caden Davis, who's first, team second in the quarter. And Manaway will take a seed out of the house. will check in for the first time tonight. As uh, they'll get it in uh, there to Hutchins. Now they get over there here on the short elbow. Now back to a White. Right, a shuffle things over there to Damery. I know that's Hutchins. Hutchins going to take the free throw line jumper. Good. And Hutchins on the board for A&M. It's 9-2. Melville with a one-handed floater. Good. Quickly the other way. Answers. And it's 11-2. Back-to-back buckets here by both teams. And Hutchins with the ball. Take a screen there by White. They get things over there to a spinner. Now back to a white. Thought about a step back jumper, but nice closeout by Caden Miller. And now will be up top two with Sam. Sam's will dribble inside. Stops the pops and had it blocked by Caden Miller. And rebounded by Millville. He's looking to do something in transition. He's looking around for someone to pass it off to. And he finally finds Eli. Connects with Davis in the corner for three. Yes. KD for three. His fifth point. And now it's 14 to 2. And Coach Smith wants another timeout. This time it's a full timeout, so we'll have time to step away as well. Minute 46 to go in the first quarter. It's 14 to 2 Altamont. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jag Events. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Great start continuing before the Indians. They now lead 14-2. to And now Coach Smith using his second timeout already here in the first quarter. Yeah, that's definitely a time of uh, not, not the very good start. 
use two timeouts in, uh, in one quarter, but uh, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Is that the one does lead, have a big lead here, 12 points, 14 to Yeah, just trying to get something going, and they are continuing there. Bad start here as they have fumbled the handoff and get, went out there on the sidelines, so it'll be another turnover back to Altamont. Yes, it will. A&M didn't want to go after it, so we've been over and back. So yeah. e- e- either either way, when you're over and back. You jinxed. I did. You jinxed Altamont. Uh, now they call McMahon away for the over and back. So traded back to A&M. I won't say that again. <laughs> Old broadcasters jinx. I know it. Uh, it'll be inbounded there on the sidelines for A&M as It'll be a spinner getting things down low to White, trying to back down Miller, and he puts it up, and it's going to be a jump ball, held ball, and alternate possession there will give it down. Yeah, not much going right here tonight for, uh, for Central and M so, so far as uh, call a jump ball there, and now we're going to get the ball back. They can't get out of their own way. Millville's wide open underneath, up and in. Nova will take two more points, and it's 16 to 2. Bounce to Hutchins. He'll get it across the timeline. They get over there to Sands in the corner. He'll stop and get things out to a plane. A free throw line jumper is off, and the rebound's going to be tracked down by Eli. Under a minute to go here. It's going to be Caden Miller down low. Takes a move, a hook shot up and in for Caden. His second basket. It's 18 to 2. Got four points, four rebounds so far. Gonna be Hutchins all the way. He's gonna pass it back out to Spinner for three. No good. Fight for the rebound. It's gonna be rebounded underneath by Plane. He puts it up again and goes up and in. And it's 18 to four. Actually, that was Hutchins on the basket. These are all four points. Yes, he does. 15 seconds left. Altamont will hold for the final shot. As it's Melville holding it here at the Altamont logo. Nine seconds left. Got to go. Eli. Backdoor cut to McManaway. The perfection just was too strong airballed. But he got the rebound back and stuck it up and in. It all counts for two points. And a tremendous start there. 20 to 4. Altamont leads after one quarter of play. And we'll be back in a minute for the second quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and Jack of Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. 
We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. And Raiders will start off with the ball. They trail and they continue their first quarter woes here to begin the second quarter. A double dribble and a turnover back to the Indians. It's only their fourth fourth turnover. That's why I have them down four. But, uh, yeah, you just can't, can't seem to get out of their own way, like you said. Yarhouse uh, checked in, and um, Caden Miller's the one who took a seat on that quarter break. Millville has up top. They'll work it over to Davis. He'll fire for three on the wing. No, and it's going to be rebounded there by Damery. In transition, White puts it up. Had it blocked by McManaway. And he also got the board. In transition, Davis back to Millville. Drives with the hole. Puts it up. And it's going to be a charge. Offensive foul on Millville. They've had uh, Hutchins just slid in and put the charge against Millville. That's Millville's first, team's first quarter. So it'll be uh, Damery getting it in. Gets it in uh, to Spinner. Spinner goes all the way into the front court. And he's off to uh, Sam. Back to uh, Spinner here in the right corner. He'll drive baseline now. And he'll put it up. Good for Spinner. And it's 20 to 6. Spinner's first two points of the, of the night. Davis steps inside, puts it up, had it blocked by White. Emphatically into the hands of Hutchins. Quickly in transition, Spinner again. It is good. Back to back baskets as it bounced in. 20 to 8. Six laying in on a little run here. 4 0 run to start the second quarter. As it'll be a Millville getting up the floor. Now he'll have it up top. And over to a yard house here on the wing. Now goes to Eli. Eli turn around with a runner and it had it blocked, but they're going to call a foul. Two shots coming for Eli Miller. It's too much contact on that shot there for Eli with two free throws coming. Fouls on White for uh in his first team's first quarter. As Eli puts it up, and it's good. And 21 to 8. Millville will take a seat, and Kaden Miller will come back in. Eli with four points, looking for another one. As goes through the motion, puts it up, and it bounces off. No good. And rebounded there by White, so... One for two, that trip for Eli from the line. Jimmy Hutchins bringing the ball to the floor, guarded by McManaway this time. He goes all the way, had another block by McManaway. Playing some good defense tonight, are the Indians. And Davis down low to Caden Miller. He's double teamed and trying for the tie-up, and they got it. As White gets his hand in there, and it's going to stay right here with Altamont on the possession area. Yeah, Cade Miller kind of got trapped down there and uh, hit up with the jump ball, but stays with Alamon. As Eli will be the one taking out just below us here. As they'll go to Davis, quickly gets it to a yard house. Finds Caden Miller and a couple of bounces in it. Caden six point, it's 23 days. 5.45 to go here in the second. As that's Damery. And a pass it back out to Spinner. 
Now they go a down low, a double team is White. Back to Spinner, puts it up, and can't get it to go, but he is fouled. So a Spinner will go to the line for two shots. Fouls on Caden Miller, his first team second of the quarter. So a Spinner will go to the line, and kind of been a spark plug here in the second quarter. Free throw, in and out, no good. I jinxed him that time. Melville comes back in in your house. Let's take a seat. 5.35 to go here in the second. It's 23 to 8, Altamont. But a spinner can add a point to that total here. Spinner second free throw up and good. One for two there for eight. And it's 23 to 9. Millville gets it across the timeline, and they get it back to McManaway. Now back cross-court to Millville in the corner for three. Too strong. Eli there for the follow. No. And it's going to be tipped around, and it's going to be a foul underneath. And I think it's going to go against Altamont, and who is it going to be against? Yep. Ken Miller, his second, team third. So, Yarhouse is a short breather, and then Caden's going to have to take a seat with those two fouls. Not a guy we want. Alamont wants the fouls trouble for sure. No. And uh, luckily, A&M doesn't really have any hype because Alamont going small now without Caden out there. And there's going to be an offensive foul. They're going to say it was a hook on the screen and to get the driver free, so it'll be an offensive foul turnover at Altamont. Foul's on White. That's his second team second quarter. So, Altamont will take back over. Coming up on five minutes to go in the half. Davis here on the left wing, and now up top to Millville. Now Millville over to McManaway. He'll drive baseline. He'll put it up and had it blocked. And that one's blocked by White, and he swatted it out of bounds, so he'll stay right here with Altamont. Both teams uh, affecting each other's shots and quite a few blocks here tonight. Quick inbounds to McManaway, and he's triple teamed. He puts it up and gets it right back, and that's a travel. So it'll be a ball back to Central A&M. Sam takes the seat, and Carter Thomas comes back in for the Raiders. As they get in to Thomas. Going to tiptoe the sideline of there, and he gets it in the front court. Gets things over to White. He'll look to drive, puts it up, and it's going to be no good, but he's going to go to the free throw line and shoot two free throws. Fouls on number 14, Eli Miller. That's his second, team sport. Both Millers for Alamont with two fouls. Yeah, so... Both of them in the foul trouble, and White going to be shooting two. And the free throw is good. That makes the score 23 to 10. There's White. Second free throw on the way, and it bounces in. Two for two that trip for White, and it's 23 11. As it'll be a Millville. And over to Davis. Gets it back to Millville. Back to a Davis. 
playing pitch and catch with of Millville. Millville will dribble to his right, gives it off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse right through the legs of Eli, but Davis is right there for Johnny on the spot. Eli throws it up, up and in for Eli Miller. It's 25-11. It was kind of a weird change of events there as it went through Eli Miller's legs, but Eli Miller ended up putting it in the, in the basket for yeah, him. Two points regardless. It's going to be a three-pointer there for Spinner. And it's 25-14. to 14. Spinner's got uh, half A&M's points at seven. Yeah. Uh, it'll be Yarhouse over to McManaway here on the baseline. It's going to be tipped, and it's going to go off the side of the backboard, so it'll stay right here because it was off of A&M. As it'll be Eli taking it out to the right of their basket. Down below us. A little bit of an equipment issue for the Raiders. Zane Spinner says, I'm good. Tight issue, so we're back to action here. 3.45 to go in the half. Inbounds to Yarhouse for three. Can't get it to fall, but it's rebounded by Millville. Extra opportunity for the Indians. Yarhouse to McMahon away. Immediately hands off to Millville. He'll dribble things there on the outside. Now Davis over to Eli. Eli doubled out to Davis for three. Too strong. And it's going to go off of Damery, they say. Damery and Yarhouse are right there. Actually, it's going to go off Yarhouse. That's what I thought. It'll be the Raiders basketball. a definitely playing better in the second quarter. They've outscored out on 10 to 5 so far. They are. They seem to bring the energy this quarter. And the energy for Altamont sitting on the bench. White missed the shot. No good. Rebounded there by Yarhouse. He's going to dish it off late to McManaway. And he took too many steps with it. Did Yarhouse. So it'll be a turnover. To A&M. About three minutes to go here in the opening half. Damery gets it across the timeline. Now Damery with it on the right side. I was trying to give it to Carter, but they finally do on the second attempt. In the corner to Spinner, arcing shot, no good. And rebounded by Millville. Millville across the timeline. Over to a Davis, touch pass to Eli. Over to Yarhouse. McManaway here on the baseline gives it to Millville, cutting the hole, puts it up, no. And a fight for the rebound, it's going to go to Davis. And Davis had it knocked away from behind and in the hands of A&M. A turnover by Altamont. And McManaway tries to poke it from behind, but Hutchins goes all the way to the hole, can't get it to fall. And long rebound goes to Yarhouse. Davis is going to stop and pop from mid-range. It's no good. And there's going to be an offensive foul on Altamont fighting for the rebound. And that's going to be the fifth personal on the Indians. So A&M's going to walk the other way and shoot free throws. Fouls on uh, Aiden McManaway, his first. Like you said, Travis, team's fifth in the quarter. And now Coach Nieberge will burn the timeout. Uh, not liking what he's seeing here out of the Indians here in the second quarter. And you don't blame him at all. Here as he'll take the T.O. and we'll take a timeout as well. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack of Them. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? 
When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. And just like Dominic pointed out, Altamont getting outscored here in this quarter 10-5. to And kind of discombobulated here in this second quarter. And two shots coming for Drew Damery at the free throw line with Altamont in the bonus. So I was just like the the energy and the discombobulation flipped, you know, from from A&M to Altamont, vice versa. Damer made the free throw. So now a 16-point lead after the first quarter has now come all the way down to 10. And make it single digits to 9 with those two free throws by Damery. First two, and it's now a 9-point lead for Altamont. 25-16. to Raiders outscoring Altamont 12-5 to now in this quarter. Coming up on under two minutes to go. Davis in the corner for three. Can't get it to go. And it's going to be into the hands of Eli. His foul is good. Count the basket. In the foul. Maybe that's what Altamont needs to get him going. And Eli will go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Foul's on uh, Carter Thomas. Uh, his first team third of the quarter. So Eli will be at the line to 27 to 16. Eli's free throw is good. 28 to 16. Eli's got nine so far. As it's White in the corner to a Thomas. Thomas dribbles out of it and he passes cross court over to Spinner. Had to leap for it, but gets it down over to Damery. They try to go inside and it was picked off by Eli. Eli, you're going to go coast to coast. Layup good, Eli Miller. And now he's got 11, and now Coach Smith wants a timeout. He sees now Altamont surging ahead. And so we'll take a quick timeout as well. You're listening to Indians Basketball and Jack of M. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Raiders have the ball here in the front court as White puts it up, left it short, and a battle for the rebound. Going to go off of Millville out of bounds, so it stays right here with the Raiders. Now Coach Smith down to three timeouts for the rest of the game as he's burned half of them in this first half alone. Hutchins drives and had it poked away from behind, and they're going to say it was off of Hutchins out of bounds, so it's going to go over to Altamont. 
kind of looked like it might have been off Algamont there. But yeah. Man away from behind. Yeah, nonetheless. Here we go. White takes the seat and Maddox Plain to check back in. Coming up on a minute to go here in the first half. Altamont maybe found their group back. As Melville, and as I say that, they go between the legs of your house, so it'll be a turnover back to A&M. You guys, the second or third time it's with now the Mount players' legs. Tonight. Yeah. As uh, they get it in, uh, there are two Hutchins. And under a minute to go now. Hutchins lost the dribble, and here comes Melville trying to dive for it, and it's going to be into the front court to Thomas, though. Thomas, he swings things over to Spinner here in the corner. He'll attack the basket and puts the runner up. No, but there's going to be a foul, and no matter what, if it's a shooting foul or a common foul, two free throws coming as A&M will be in the bonus. Fouls on Alec Yarhouse is first. Number one, a foul's number one. As uh, Spinner wears that number as well, so does Alec two number ones to make it right. Yeah. And the free throw is good. 30 to 17 now. As the spinner. Second free throw is good. As now it's 30 to 18. 38 seconds left in the half. Altamont trying to Close out this quarter strong. Eli with it. Takes it strong to the hole. Can't get the basket to fall. And rebound it there by Plain. 25 seconds left. Eli went quick that time and to no avail for the Indians. Spinner is over to Thomas here on the right wing. 12 seconds left. Thomas directs some traffic. Gets it back over to Hutchins. 7 seconds left. Hutchins trying to size up Manaway, dribbles to his left, spins up in the lane, puts it up, it's good. And count the basket, and that's how the first half is going to end. So it ends in the favor of the Central A&M. As they've come back, they trailed by 16 after one, but a nice second quarter there for the Raiders as they are on, they only trail by 10 points now, 30-20 to 20 at the half. We'll try to track down some other scores from around the area as well as we'll keep you up to date with the first half statistics as well as we'll tell you about that NTC-CIC shootout schedule here for the girls on Saturday as well. So 30-20, to Altamont with the lead here at the half, and we'll be back for the first half statistics. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack Events. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. You're at the half, it is Altamont leading 30-20. to 20. But Altamont had the big lead there after the opening quarter, but Central A&M has a chance to come back and cut the deficit down to just 10 points. Here with a strong second quarter performance there for the Raiders. As the script has kind of been flipped on the first and second quarter. As Altamont was the one who came out in hits and uh, shooting the ball pretty well. As a balance scoring for the Indians there into that opening quarter. But uh, it was since Kata Miller picked up that second foul, it kind of... Uh, Game kind of changed there on his head. Uh, there, as Caden uh, started the quarter on the bench just to get him some rest, and then he picked up that second foul. He had to sit. Ever since then, the lineup has kind of went smaller, and uh, that's kind of how A&M has come back into the game. And uh, their spark plug, a spinner, as was a real factor uh, there, bringing the intensity for the Raiders. 
for them in the second quarter, and that's kind of what's got them back here in the into the game here, only trailing by ten points here at the half. Yeah, only trailing by uh, ten points here at the half, and uh, A&M did a great job in the second quarter, outscoring Altamont sixteen to ten. And like you said, there, Travis, that better. Excuse me, whenever Case Miller was out, Altamont's lineup was small. That's where they were able to come back in, and Winner's uh, got Winner's got half of their points. He's got ten uh, for uh, Central A&M, so he's definitely been the uh, been the spark that A&M needed, and. Uh, Things just uh, didn't quite go out of my way like they did in the first quarter as what they did in the second quarter. Um, but they still, they still have a 10-point lead nonetheless. But definitely uh, not out of the woods yet. Definitely a lot of things to work on. Especially him. You know, if you're Rob Smith and his career, I'd say probably feel pretty good about themselves. You know, uh, I'd say probably the momentum's on their side. They might have to say at the moment. And, uh, excuse me, they're just looking to uh, continue that into the second half, and, you know, if you're out of line, you know, you got to get those, got two fouls, so it's Eli Miller, so you want to, excuse me, keep uh, Caden Miller, both Millers out of out of any more foul trouble if you can, and keep Caden in the game, that's, uh, like you said, uh, that's really what's, uh, did out my well there in the first, there in the first quarter, so, uh, if uh, they can keep doing that, Quarters of 20 and 10 for their 30, and and in with quarters of 4 and 16 uh, for their uh, 20. Uh, they're here at the half. So, uh, playing in the background is that drum line here at Altamont. Uh, it's alumni night. Some past band members participating here in the uh, drum line ceremonies. And now, the first thing that uh, Coach Neighbor will talk about in the post game. Uh, would be uh, that he's not really that big of a rah-rah guy at halftime going to a big speech at halftime to try to inspire a comeback. But 
If they needed uh, something there on Spark, there in the locker room, and definitely uh, needed it there at the at the half. I mean, still lead by ten, but uh, it's not what it could have been uh, there. We'll see what. No, for sure. See how they straighten out here in the third. Caden will start off in the lineup as well as Eli back out there on the floor. So will Millville, Davis, and McManaway, the five for Altamont and A&M, will have their usual five. Uh, White, Thomas, Damery, Plain, and Hutchins out there. And they'll be going right to left here on your radio dial here to start the third quarter. Fires a pass down low to Damery, and he's going to walk with it. So immediately A&M goes back to their ways in the, thir- in the first quarter and a turnover Southmont to start the half. Yeah, going back to going back to their ways a little bit, like you said, Travis. And uh, Alamont has the ball and looking to put some more points on the board here. And a long-time coach for uh, Coach Smith, not too happy starting off the second half with a turnover immediately out of the locker room. No, not def- not the way you want to start off the second second half. Sure. Melville will fire a three-pointer. Good, a three-pointer for Melville. He's got seven now, and it's thirty-three to twenty. Nice shot there by Millville. As it'll be Hutchins bringing the ball to the floor for A&M. Trying to get free of McMahon away. And now they'll go to White cutting the hole. Can't finish. And rebounded by Kata Miller. Millville outlet pass to Davis. Floater is good. Davis floats it over the defense. 35-20 now. Altamont starting with back-to-back baskets here. As it's going to be Damery picking up the dribble here on the right side. Looking for someone to pass to. High pass, but Thomas gets it down and it goes to White in and out of his hands. And it'll be off of him, out of bounds. So it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. A couple quick turnovers here by, uh, by A&M. And like you said, uh, not the way you want to start the second half. And Altamont's already on a uh, 5-0, 5-0 run here. Yes, old habits die hard. It'll be uh, ping-ponged around, but Davis will get it to Eli. Gives it to Davis. Is open in the corner for three. KD for three. And it'll be 38-20 to 20 now. And there'll be a blocking foul on McManaway. Manaway, that'll be his second team's first score. So, it'll be a stay right here with the Raiders, and it'll be Hutchins with it here on the right wing. And now gives things over to Thomas. Starts in the corner there to Spinner. Now Spinner will get it over to Damery here at the top. Damery hands off to a spinner. He'll drive to the hole. It was cut off. Picks it up and under. Blocked by Millville. But White gets it back for the Raiders. Touches it back to Hutchins. His jump shot is no good. White with a follow is good, though. They're away for two. A 38-22 now. White's got four, four points. So that's his first field goal of the night. And that's how they go to Eli. Eli, lay up and in. Eli with his 13th is 40 to 22. Alamont on a 10-2 run here. Yeah, start the third quarter. Lamp was short there by Hutchins, and it's going to rebound it by McManaway. 
Manaway gets it over to Davis. Fires over to Eli. Over to Caden Miller. Up and a shot's no good. But he's going to be fouled. So Caden will be shooting two free throws here. Fouls on Hunter White. His third, he's first. So Caden will be at the line and already the biggest lead of the night for Altamont. Free throw is uh, off the front of the rim. No good. Caden uh, will get another one. Plain uh, comes in uh, for A&M. White will take a seat with those three fouls and uh, so does Thomas. He takes a seat and Hayden Sam checks back in. Miller's second free throw is also no good. But it's going to be rebounded by Eli. His putback is no good. And it was last touched by Caden Miller. Trying to grab the rebound, but just couldn't grab it, so it'll be out of bounds to A&M. So, after all that, it remains an 18-point game. Altamont 3 built their lead, largest lead of the night. Under 5 to go here in the third. As it'll be Amory with it here in the corner. High pass. It's going to be tipped by Davis. Davis tracks it down to the front court. Layup, no good. Caden was too far away from the basket to get that rebound and rebounded by AM. Thomas for three. Or actually that was Sam. Sam for three. And it's 40 to 25. Those are his first three points of the game. Down low to Caden Miller, too strong. And rebounded by Spinner. And uh, so uh, they'll go to Hutchins. Hutchins. With it up top, he picks it up, gives it to Sams. Sams here inside and gets it over there. Now a spinner. Spinner back to Sams. He picked it up. He's looking for someone to pass to, and he saw that team was in a little trouble, so Coach Smith calls a timeout. I believe he's only got full timeouts left, so he does, and so we'll take a timeout as well. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Indians Basketball here on Jack of Inn. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. 40-25 to is the lead here for Altamont. And uh, Coach Smith down to uh, two more timeouts remaining left for the whole game. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. But I know they had a lot of, uh, lot of problems there in the first quarter when we scored four points so well and then the old adage is you can't take them with you so that's true that's might true. as well use them all right and so it'll be uh, knocked away by McManaway and stolen so a turnover there by A&M and Eli will bring it up he goes coast to coast layup short and rebounded there by playing as it's going to be a uh, 
Damery with it. He picks it up here at the free throw line. Gives it off to Plain. Plain gives it off to Damery in the corner for three. Back iron and rebounded by Plain. His putback is short and rebounded by Caden Miller. And Millville will bring it up. Went up on three minutes to go here in the third. Altamont 40 to 25 in their favor. Eli down low to Caden Miller up and in. And it's 42 to 25. And out there to Hutchins who takes it here into the front court. He's dribbling around over to a Damery. Damery to Sams, back to a Damery, back to Sams. He'll fire for three. No good. Tipped around into the hands of McManaway. McManaway will walk it across and give it over to Davis. Things back over, and they'll work it over to Millville for three. Good for Millville. Second three here in this third quarter. And the lead's 20, 45-25. And it's going to be Hutchins getting the ball deep in the post, getting a tough shot, no good, and rebounded by Kata Miller. And nearly stolen away by Sam, but Altman will keep control. Under two to go here in the third. As Millville will get over to McManaway. Back to Millville here in the right corner. Now get it back to McManaway. Stops and pops. No good. Tough shot. And it's going to be rebounded by Millville, though. Second chance opportunity here for the Indians. As McManaway will have it up top. He'll dribble inside. Puts it up. And it's in and out. No good. But how that one didn't fall in. Rebounded by Plain. I don't need it. I don't need it. So it'll be a minute 25 to go here in the third. It'll be a point or a Damery with it. Trying to give it to Plain. They find him tough. Wow. A jump, uh, layup there. Reverse layup. And a miscommunication with Altamont. And uh, they're going to say that it was off of A&M or... Going to be out on basketball here. Yeah. So it'll be Persall and Thomas coming back in. And Davis will take a seat in your house to come in. Minute 10 to go. 18 point lead for Altamont. McManaway gets it across half court. Millville gets it back to McManaway. Now back to Millville on the long pass. In the corner of three, it's off, no good. And it's going to be tipped around and rebounded by Kata Miller. Goes up and under, no, but he's fouled. So Kata Miller is going back to the line to shoot two free throws. Fouls on Hutchins, ran in his second, team second of the quarter. So Kata Miller will be at the line for two, currently 0 for 2 on the night. And free throw is good. They get one for three, and it's 46 to 27. 19-point lead for Altamont. 54.7 seconds to go in the third. Caden's free throw is also good. Two for two there. He's in a double figures now as well. The lead is 20 for the Indians, 47-27. 
45 seconds to go here in the third. Thomas, cross-court pass high for Sams, but somehow finds the hands up for Saul. And they're going to say it was a kickball violation on Portal, and it'll be uh, Altma with the ball. Yeah, Portal had, had trouble uh, bringing it in and kind uh, of bumping around with it and ended up throwing down his leg and off his foot. So. Eli will take a seat, and Davis comes back in. 35 seconds here in the third. 20-point lead for Altma. Melville with that the volleyball line. He'll dribble to his right. Right to dribble around the Devo, cut off. McManaway back to a Millville. He'll drive and is over to Miller. Now McManaway has it. 19 seconds left. Caden back out to a Davis. Davis over to Caden Miller. Free throw line and gets over to Yarhouse in the corner for three. In and out, no good. Fight for the rebound. It goes to Millville. It's put back layup good. Lefty layup for Millville. And it's 49-27, and a and won't get a shot off in the third quarter. Altamont with a nice run to take the lead back in their largest lead. Heading into the fourth quarter, we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indies basketball here on Jack Event. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Start of the fourth quarter. That was a missed three-pointer by Davis, but Kata Miller cleans it up for two. And Altamont at 51-27 now. That's seven rebounds for Kaden Miller on the night. As uh, that is Hutchins in a little bit of trouble, picks it up, hands off to Sam. He drives baseline. Out to Spinner in the corner for three. It was an air ball to McManaway. McManaway got caught uh, picking up his dribble, and it's going to be a turnover. And it's Spinner the other way. No good. Tipped around, and Akita Miller gets the board. Outlet pass to Yarhouse. Over to Davis. Lobs back to Yarhouse, and there's going to be a turnover. There on Altamont. And two quick turnovers here in the fourth quarter on Altamont. Airhouse lobbed it up for Davis, but Altamont ends up turning it over there, and Hutchins ends up getting the ball underneath it, and there's going to be a foul on Altamont. And Hutchins is going to be going to the line to shoot two free throws. Foul's on Aiden McManaway. That's his third. Altamont's first quarter. It was more like it for Altamont there in that third quarter. I scored him 19-7. And the free throw was to the left all the way and no good. 
Yarhouse takes the seat. Eli Miller will check back in. And there was a sub there for AM as well. As White, or no, Damery came back in. I guess White is back out there too. Free throw is good there by Hutchins, so one for two on that trip. Makes it 51 28. Altamont with a big lead here. About 70 seconds into this fourth quarter. Millville in the corner for three, short. And it's going to be rebounded there by Damery. Hutchins will bring it up. Now over to a Damery here on the left side. It nearly loses it, but gets the control back. Damery picks up his dribble now, looking for someone to find and finds White. White gives it off there to a Spinner. Spinner lost it over to a Damery. Damery drives, and well, let's see a layup is good for Damery. And it's 51-30. That's the first field goal tonight for Damery. And it's going to be Millville nearly turned over, but finds Davis in the corner for three. Yes. KD for three. And he's in the double figures, 54-30. That's his third three of the night. Four of them the other night to lead the team in scoring into Woodlawn. As Hutchins gives things off there to Spinner. They find Damery in the corner. He pump fake, drives, and he lost it. And Eli tried to save it from going out, but to no avail. So I'll stay right here with Central A&M. Nice effort there by Eli to try to save that. Our house will come back in, and Milvo will take a seat. So 54-30, 5-36 to go here in the final quarter. That'll be Damery inbounding underneath the basket. Right side. It's our left, our right. And it's going to be inbounded to Hutchins. Puts it up. No good. Trying for the rebound, and he gets it back. So just muscles it away from two Indians that time. That's going to be White. Free throw line jumper. No good. Contested jumper at that. And it's going to be out of bounds as it was off of McManoway or Yarhouse. So it's going to stay right here with A&M. So we'll redo it again, basically from the same spot. White will be the one taking out. Gets it in to Hutchins. Nearly a turnover there. Hutchins drives, puts it up. No. And rebounded by Kata Miller. Quick outlet pass up to Eli. Layup. Good. Outlet pass leading to a basket there for Eli at 56-30. Well, it's about five minutes to go in the game. Damery drives, puts it up. No, but he is going to be fouled on the shot. So Damery will go to the free throw line to shoot two here. Fouls on Alec Yarhouse, his second, team second of the quarter. Sure, Damery already uh, two for two tonight at the line. See what he can do on this one. Free throw, bounces in. Takes the... Uh, Trying to bounce that time. Makes it 56 to 31. And that one is off. So one for two and rebounded by Eli. He had a saver from going out, but luckily he did. It'll be McManaway getting across the timeline. Over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse to Kata Miller. Drive baseline and had it blocked, but they're going to call a foul. Too much contact for the referees liking there for White. And Kaden Miller is going to go back to the free throw line. 
fouls on White for Central A&M. That's his fourth team's first of the quarter. As Caden will be at the line. Good for Caden Miller. 13 tonight. 57 of 31 out to my ear. First all back in on four. Central A&M. And Miller's second free throw is good. Two for two there. He's got 14 points down as Caden Miller. And it's 58 to 31. 27-point lead for Altamont. Hutchins backs down his man, gives it back out to a Sam. Finds Spinner in the corner and get hit off his face there. And he's going to be a blocking foul on Altamont. So, he's going to go against Eli, apparently. That's his third, team's third of the quarter to the dislike of the Alamo coaches and fan base. Yeah, not much there, but. No, not really. Can't complain too much up by 27. Yeah. It'll be Hutchins backing down McManoe, and he's too far in the paint, and he just puts it up, and he's going to get rewarded with two free throws. And actually, it's going to go on Miller that time. His third, team fourth. McManaway thought it was him, but he was behind the official, so he was reading his number backwards. Ah. And it's a free throw is off there by Hutchins. He'll get another one, though. 4-17 4-17 to go in the game, and the free throw is also off. So 0 for 2 that time for Hutchins and rebounded by Caden Miller. And he has 10 rebounds tonight. So mark that down as a double-double. Eli yep. stands alone there, gives it back to McManaway, finds Yarhouse in the corner for three. Three-pointer for Allie Yarhouse. And it's a 30-point lead. With a 3.50 to go in the game. And uh, looks like Coach Smith will unload the benches here in a second. As it was stolen away into the hands of Davis. Davis finds Eli. He goes and gives it back out to McMahon away for three in the corner. No. And Caden Miller's there for the follow. His putback is good. And it's 63-31. And here come the benches. So... Unloading the benches for both teams here. As trying to get the subs in as I can. And in there for Altamont. Zach Meyer also got uh, Tyler Ruffner as well. We got uh, Braden Elam in there. Alex Walker in there. And I think I'm missing uh, someone. Zach Meyer as well. The only one that didn't switch was Melville. For a Central A&M, I... You see a Paul Brown out there, also a Matt Stinger, as well as Caden Persall. And that's Persall with the ball there. And also James Lee Jesse in as well. As they have it here on the perimeter. And inside, a back out. Now I'll try to put it up, but it was denied, and they tried to pass it back out. There to a Rose. No avail, so 
Right, that was Stinger trying for the pass, so it'll be a turnover. And now they'll get Millville out of the game. And uh, Trent Hedrick comes in for Altamont. So now I think everybody, I think everybody's in. Walker with it over to Meyer. Now they go to Tedrick back out. Elam thought about a three, but instead gives it to Walker. Walker with it. Now Tedrick over in the corner to a Braden Elam. Now to a Walker. Trying to do something with it. He'll pick up his dribble up at the top of the key. Under two to go. Now to Tedrick. He gives it over to a Braden Elam. Now baseline to Ruffner. Tedrick's going to fire a three-pointer. It's off. No good. Battle for the rebound goes out to A&M. Run out. Two-pointer is good. There are four Rhodes. Talon Rhodes. Number zero. Agent zero. Makes it 63-33. Stolen away by A&M. And this time the layup is good by Matt Singer. So now it's 63-35. And a walker. Well, I thought they were going to call a travel, but instead they're going to foul an A&M, and that'll allow them to get another sub in. And I think that's Evan Persall. Under a minute to go as we do have a running clock here with a 30-point lead. Braden Elam that gets it in. Tedrick who gets it back to Elam. 45 seconds to go. Tedrick puts it up in the lane. No good. Fight for the rebound. And it's going to go over there to James or Jesse. And now they get it to Rhodes here on the right wing. 30 seconds left. Rhodes trying to dribble against Meyer. And Rhodes. Rhodes in the corner, had it poked away, and stolen away there by Zach Meyer. And Walker will dribble it across the timeline, and I don't think A&M. Coach Smith says back off, so that'll do it. As it'll be your final score, 63-35. to Altman comes away with another victory, and it's now four in a row. And uh, they get... The final score is 63 to 35 over Central A&M. And they approved a 10 and 4 on the season and four game winning streak now for the Indians as well. Central A&M drops to 6 and 11 on the season. So we'll be back to tabulate the final statistics as well as we'll coach, catch up with Coach Niebergy in the post game as well. So let's stick around for that conversation. A uh, victory for Altamont at 63-35. Here final over Central A&M. And we'll be back in a few minutes to uh, wrap this one up. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of M. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what 
what it looks like. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Final score tonight is 63-35. to Altamont a victor over the Central A&M Raiders. Double digits now for Altamont in the win column, a 10-4 on the season and a four-game winning streak right now. I Central A&M may fall the opposite way, four-game losing streak, and a 6-11 and 11 on the season for them. The tale of, well, about three quarters there as Altamont was in control there, taking in a 7 nothing lead early on and riding that wave of momentum to a 20-4 start. And then A&M got all the momentum back and got it back to a 10-point game there at halftime and then uh, any sort of comeback, it was A&M getting in their own way again and a turnover to immediately start the second half, and uh, then it was right back to uh, the game as usual there in the third quarter uh, for Altman and uh, right in the third quarter and the first quarter uh, really to uh, win the game at the time. As I see uh, Coach Neberg is making his way over here to our broadcast position 
already, so we'll have Dominic hand off the uh, headsets here and get Coach on uh, the uh, headset. As uh, you're a speedy tonight, you hit it perfectly. <laughs> all right. Uh, tonight, you're not too, uh, we're not too fast at all. So okay. pull up a stool and uh, congratulations on the win of there. As, uh, you know, you started off uh, strong there in the first quarter. You kind of came out of a 7 nothing lead and uh, rode that with that wave there in the first quarter to a great start. Yeah, we got it out to 24. Um, I think conditioning is a big part of it. We come out usually with a big bang. You know, if the team can withstand our punch, usually then then, then it's going to be a dogfight rest of the game. And it, it was tonight because it's that quarter then. Yeah. I don't know we got tired or something. But, uh, yeah, we, we executed really well. We executed two, two offensive sets uh, to perfection to get some baskets uh but it was all about stops and runouts again in that first quarter. And we didn't do that in the second quarter. Right, yeah. In the second quarter, he kind of went with a smaller lineup and Caden with uh, the two fouls yeah. uh, as well. So uh, that also played a factor there in the second quarter as well. 100% played a factor. I mean, we had him at plus 39, plus minus 39 tonight. So, uh, he, you know, he, he was, you know, he, he's obviously a big cog in our wheel. Sure. Um, and I didn't prepare more or less for him. I didn't know about Ben's status tonight, so I didn't really uh-huh. prepare in practice. So we had to go a little bit smaller. Um, they hurt us in the post. Uh, we were fouling. I thought we got tired defensively, and we started we started uh, uh, not being fundamentally sound defensively and giving up middle and trying to trying to fix it, and then we get we get a foul. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, A&M, they they, they kind of spread us out. They did the first quarter. They were doing stuff, and something they were going one four across, and then they went to dribble drive and spread us out a little bit. Uh, it hurt us a little bit, and we adjust because Eli was in. You know, most of their kids are big, strong, physical kids, and yeah. we were struggling with some height down there. Mm-hmm. The second quarter, I really, I really played a bugaboo. Yeah, but uh, Eli was uh, big there offensively in that uh, quarter to kind of keep it going, right, uh, for you guys. Yeah, he, you know, he's a six-one, six-two post player. Like uh, uh, he can, he can play all positions. We, you know, we're. We're kind of missing Dylan as that uh, against the zone. That kid in the middle of the sure. middle of the floor that can you know score and facilitate. Yeah, um, you need you need a, you need a guy in there that can score. And uh, we told him tonight. He watched the JV game. JV game. The kids weren't they weren't trying to score at the high post. And Eli's like, I told Eli, I said you got to look to score up there. And, uh, he did a really good job tonight. He, he guess why he got the belt. He, he did. He had he the, a, a great walking around. He's a champ. I see him walking <laughs> with the belt right now. Yeah, we had him for. Uh, and, and we had him for uh, six rebounds and five assists, so he had a, he had an all around good game. Yeah, all around. Uh, that, that's always nice to see uh, there, not just the, the points department uh, there. And then you know you had the second quarter, but then you guys took control back uh, there in the third quarter, and it was kind of more of the same for you guys. It was a strong start to uh, the the third quarter to kind of get back in control. Just when A and M thought they were going to get back into it, I think maybe they cut it down to nine or it was close mm-hmm. to nine. At one point, but then after that, it was kind of all you guys. We, yeah, we, I kind of jumped their, jumped the rear ends a little bit in the halftime. I just wasn't pleased with the way we played, even, you know, even without Caden Miller. Sure. Um, we got to be able to stay conditioned. So when, you know, in practice, it's, even if you're tired, you you can't just come out naturally. Sometimes you got to work through it. Be like, I got to push myself. I got to be ready. Um, I can't just run you to get you conditioned. You have to practice that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the boys took it took it well uh they came out and we did some different things we did mix up the defenses a little bit just to kind of change tempo change pace and i, I think it worked to our benefit and kind of sped, sped them up and 
sped us up a little bit, uh, got the motor rolling back again. Yeah, and then, you know, you kind of cruised to the victory there and uh, ended up uh, unloading the bench there in the, the fourth quarter, and both teams uh, unloading the bench there in the, the fourth quarter. So it's always kind of nice to get those guys uh, some playing time as well. Yeah, for sure. They play just as hard as we are. You know, they, they play in practice just as hard as we do. they got to listen to me yell at them to get making our varsity better. So, uh, you know, um, you know, Coach Smith, he was my JV coach in high school. He does a real yeah. good job. He had those real good teams a couple of years ago. Um, you know, they, they got a lot of seniors this year, but, you know, they, their JV took us to, took us, they did. took us apart. Uh, we haven't had that this year. And uh, so I think in a few years you're going to see A&M back on top with some, with some good teams a little bit. So, uh, uh, that's kind of what we said. Yeah, like, hey, they're going to be good. They're going to be good if Coach Smith – sticks with it or you know even hands it off to his son who was the jv coach mm-hmm. um you know they they're gonna be back at it so we're gonna keep them on the schedule so it was a good game to have even though it was a 30 point sure. uh, victory but it, it, they play they play a physical style that kind of football cic style yeah so, um it was it was good to see that type of s- situations well the team seems to be playing uh really well uh currently right now you know despite having uh, uh dylan uh, out yeah, of the man. lineup but uh, and uh, been missing that off yep. the bench as well a couple of games now. Uh, so I think that you guys are playing a pretty solid ball uh, right now. It's kind of hitting that right time. I know it's a busy week this week, right? right. So the Thursday and Friday uh, game, but, you know, conference tournament, we always look towards that towards the end of the month when you get to January. But I kind of feel like uh, you guys are playing pretty good ball right now. Yeah, we're on, we're on an upswing a little bit. Um, uh, you know, it, the guys are kind of figuring out the role. It's been a couple weeks. We're going to get Dylan to practice probably tomorrow. I'm um, going to get up and down a little bit. He may he may he may play Wednesday or Thursday, Friday. So um, you know, if if I don't want, sometimes it's I've seen it. My, my brother's team in high school. Sometimes I've seen it where a kid comes in, you know, from an injury and it screws up all the rules. But sometimes it's going to be helpful too. So hopefully, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's the helpful side of it this year. Um, but yeah, we just added Dylan. Hopefully this, so hopefully we're just going on the up and up a little bit, all right? So uh, it's uh, you know, you just can't you can't fear opponents. You can't, but you got to respect them. You just can't fear them. And I, I think the boys have taken that that aspect and really really hammered it home. We're having good yeah. practices lately. Yep, and uh, two games uh, remaining on the schedule this week. I got that Thursday game uh, with Hillsboro, and then. Uh, North Clay as well coming up uh, on Friday, hopefully. Yeah, we haven't seen Hillsboro in a couple of years, I feel like. Some snow outs, COVID or something. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while, I feel. And so I don't know what they're, they don't have, they got a little under 500 record, but you know we're going there, I think, right? Correct? Right? I think on my schedule, we're here? it's here. Okay, yeah. we're here. All right. Good. That's a, that's a heck of a ride, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think on my I schedule. About that, ain't it? Like, I, like I see day-to-day, I'm telling you. I understand, but uh, the, the uh, they're going to play well. Um, they got they got some they got a kid that can score, and then yeah, North Clay is going to be real tough. So uh, it's it's going to be a fun 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 couple of days to uh, basketball. Hopefully, we're ready to go. All right, Coach. Well, yep. we'll uh, let you go and get you on Thank home, you. and uh, we'll talk to you again on Thursday. So thanks to uh, John up here uh, for joining us in the, the uh, post game. Uh, we'll get Dominic uh, back on of the uh, headsets, and uh, we'll get out of here and get going and see what we have in store for us uh, once we get the outside the gym doors with the weather. Yeah, first of all, for Altamont, as they went here tonight, 63 to 35, excuse me, Alec Yarhouse, he was one for three. 
from three-point range with three points. Uh, Caden Davis was two for four from the field and three for seven from three-point range. He had 13 points. Eli Miller, five for nine from the field and one for two from three-point range. And he was two for three from the free-throw line with 15 points. Uh, Braden Eli did come in late, but he was 0 for one from three-point range. Uh, excuse me, Caden Melville was 3 for 5 from the field and 2 for 5 from 3 point range with 12 points. Aiden McManaway, 2 for 5 from the field and 0 for 1 from 3 point range with 4 points. And Caden Miller, he had another double double. He had 6 for 9 from the field and 2 for 4 from the free throw line. He had 14 points. I got him for 11 rebounds. And Tedrick played late. He was 0 for 1 from the field. I have Altamont, 18 of 33 from the field for 54%, 7 of 19 from three-point range for 37%, and 4 for 7 from free-throw range for 57% for Central A&M. Uh, White, I have 1 for 8 from the field and 2 for 2 from the free-throw line with uh, 4 points. Damery, 1 for 1 from the field and 3 for 4 from the free-throw line with uh, 5 points. Hutchins was three for nine from the field and one for four from the free throw line with seven points. Uh, Blaine was uh, one for three from the field with two points. Spinner, uh, he was he was their spark uh, there in the second quarter. He was two for four from the field, one for three from three point range, and three for four from the free throw line with ten points. Sam's was one for two from three point range. And Rhodes coming in late with uh, with two points, uh, one for one from the field there. And uh, as uh, Central A&M falls tonight here to Alamont, 63-35, the, uh, the second quarter there was uh, their best quarter, but everything else they kind of couldn't get out of their own way, like, like you said, Travis. But uh, I think Coach Neary is right that uh, uh, A&M's JV did uh, – you know, rip apart Alamont's JV, and uh, yeah, I haven't seen that, that Alamont's JV in a while. So I think uh, Central A&M's uh, on, on their way, on their way back up, and uh, under Coach Smith, and uh, might be a force to be reckoned with again in the next couple of years. So. Yeah, I'm uh, up and up for sure. And uh, I saw that Coach Brown, or, not, or Coach Brown, uh, Principal Brown, on uh, X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, so that their JV is seven and two on the season so uh yeah in a couple of years they'll be they'll be back at it uh there for sure all right well uh, we better run here i think we're the only two left here in uh, the uh, gym so uh, we're gonna call this a, a post game at 63 2 of 35 your final score out with a win over central and m thanks to a uh, carter back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air tonight and make sure you stay up to date with us on uh, games and any closings or cancellations for tomorrow due to uh, the weather on the website, fpmradio.com. Uh, and uh, for Dominic over there, thanks to him for the stats and uh, color commentating. And uh, this is Travis Sparks telling you have a safe and a safe travels wherever you are. And we'll be back at it on a Thursday night for more boys basketball here against Hillsborough here in Altamont. And uh, so we'll talk to you again then. And right now it's going to be back to playing the music that we want here on uh, Jack FM. So have a good night, everybody.
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Get the stain-fighting power of Maytag in a new top-load washer that's built to handle tough loads. It includes the deep-fill option for more water when you want it. Plus, the power agitator uses 360-degree wash action to break up stubborn messes. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how a new Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Adamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.